Welcome to Gifts from Global Baptists, Stories Engaging Churches in Conversation, a production of the Baptist World Alliance Division on Mission, Evangelism, and Justice. Now here's our host, Trisha Miller-Mannerin. Thank you, Shannon. Today we're blessed to have Reverend Dr. Daryl LaRue Armstrong with us. He's the pastor of Shiloh Baptist Church in Trenton, New Jersey in the United States. He is a husband, father, and BWA supporter. Daryl, how long have you been involved with the BWA? Uh, first of all, uh, Trish, I want to say thank you for having me on the podcast. It's always a blessing to talk to our constituents um, around the world and certainly here in the United States. I have been involved with the BWA uh, team at the UN for about the last three years. It was in 2013 that I was invited by um, the Reverend Dr. Raimundo Barreto, uh, the former director of Justice uh, work there at, the, at BWA to be a part of what was a growing team of individuals. So I'd say it's the last two and a half, three years. Thanks. Why is it important for the BWA to have a presence at the UN? Um, I think it's certainly in keeping with our biblical charge to be witnesses to of Jesus to the nations. Um, so we can quote all manner of scripture about our outward focus and vision, um, certainly the Great Commission, uh, to be witnesses for Jesus, um, to go out and make disciples, I should say, and then certainly Acts 1-8, uh, to be a witness in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Um, the Johannine writings, certainly the book of Revelation, gives us ample evidence of why we need to be um, engaged with the nations of the world. Um, I, one of my favorite scriptures about interfaith and interdenominational work is um, Isaiah 49.6, which uh, the servant song says, it is too small a thing that you should be uh, just a witness to the tribes of Israel, the tribes of Jacob. I will also make you a light unto the Gentiles. Um, and certainly we don't want to use that language, but clearly the outward focus is intended. So all of those scriptures and dozens and dozens and dozens of others provide ample biblical evidence um, for our involvement in the crossroads of the world, which I believe is certainly New York and the United Nations site in New York. Uh, But more practically, um, not just biblically and theologically, but more practically, we're living in a world where religious intolerance is so prevalent it is at the root of so much um, chaos and confusion in nation-states and within nation-states. And I just think, you know, the Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers. So we ought to be involved um, in trying to bring peace in, in situations that need peace. And, and certainly the religious tolerance. Thanks for that uh, biblical walkthrough and theological discourse. I appreciate it. Uh, You talked about New York City being kind of the crossroads, and we know that's where the big U.N. office or headquarters is. But there are other U.N. offices. Do we have BWA representatives in other parts of the world connected with the U.N.? We definitely do, and um, I'm impressed with not only the U.N. as an organism and organization, um, but also our... Uh, history of involvement with the UN in its 50 plus year or 60 plus year history uh, certainly bespeaks 
believe that the BWA ought to be a part of that deployment. Yeah, and we have special UN representatives in some of those places. Am I correct? That is correct. A great lead-in question. <laughs> uh, yes, we, we do have uh, two reps um, in uh, Geneva and one in Vienna. Um, and I am, would do a disservice in trying to pronounce uh, my fellow brother's name Forgive me for not being able to do that, but um, I do know that where they're lasting at least one, uh, Brother Shane is very involved and has been involved in many years representing the European Baptist uh, Fellowship there in Europe, as well as um, Christer, um, who is, again, helping to support our work in, the, in Europe, and um, my goodness, and this, I knew I was going to have this, my third Yeah, Gustav. 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 So between Shane, Christer, and Gustav, they are our our strongest um, leads and representatives in Europe and the Middle East. And also, I'm sorry, and then Dietrich in in Vienna. Dietrich, yep. So, yeah, we have quite a few. And then what about in New York City? Are there others besides you who go to New York? Yeah, so let me just give a, a brief breakdown of what the work really is in New York. We, we, BWA is one of hundreds of non-governmental organizations, NGOs around the world, thousands really. Um, and at the UN and, and the other sites as well, they these non-governmental organizations really engage the UN proper through a medium and a mediary called Congo, the Conference of NGOs. So it's an acronym conference CEO of NGOs. So Congo is kind of our main organ through which um, faith-based and secular NGOs engage in UN work. And they call it the voice of civil society. So when the UN wants to get input from the people, if you would, broadly spoken, they would say, what, what says civil society? And they get those voices through these NGOs. And so there's a president of Congo, um, Cyril Ritchie, who's based in New York, and there is a board of Congo made up of representative agencies. So BWA just finished a three-year stint on the board of Congo, and the main work of, of Congo in New York versus Congo in Geneva or Vienna is that there are 41 what they call substantive committees and these are committees, for example, Committee on Sustainable Development, the Committee on Religious NGOs, the Committee on the Status of Women, the Committee on Spirituality and Global Concerns, um, the Committee on, you name it, there's about 41 of these committees. And so the real work uh, at the UN for us, uh, one major bucket, I should say, is that I and about five or six other reps literally are assigned to some of these committees, and it is our, our responsibility, volunteer, to attend these committee meetings, which happen monthly. And there are various things that they are participating in. One of the major things that all the committees are doing is contributing to the sustainable development goals and the UN reaching those sustainable development goals, uh, which there are 17 of them, reaching them by 2030. So by 2030, the 
it and said, this is what we want to see happen in the world. The, the, the civil society input into these goals is through these committees. So um, I attend, for example, for the last three years, the Committee on Sustainable Development. And I've tried to tie that work back into one of our commissions on, for example, creation care um, with BWA. So we crosswalk the committee conversation at the UN with the commission conversation. That's the main work. And yeah. More than me and more than one is needed to make all that happen. Well, that's great. Um, you talked a little bit about how the work at the UN can overlap or weave together with the work of the commissions. In December, the UN celebrates a day called Human Rights Day, and we at the BWA dovetail with the UN to celebrate Human Rights Day. Can you tell us a little bit about this year's theme? Yeah, so the, the theme is really kind of one that's embedded within the, the, the fiber of the day, uh, which, you know, loosely and explicitly stated, the theme is standing up for your rights um, and helping others to do that. They Each year, as you said, there is not only kind of a special day dedicated to human rights, um, and there are a variety of different days and even a few different weeks um, that are what they call special observances by the United Nations. So the Human Rights Day is what you would think, that in places around the world, how do we promote both civil society, um, religious and faith-based NGOs, governments, um, world religions, different denominations, to be the voice of the of the voiceless, and I like to say the least, the last, and the lost. Mm. Jesus is very clear about us: um, one, putting others before ourselves; but two, praying for our brothers and sisters. But also taking action. You know, I love Proverbs thirty-one. Um, we often remember the voice of the proverbial woman um, that we see at the latter end of that chapter. Um, but there is uh, another voice at the front end of that chapter, and um, the voice says to stand up for those who are unfortunate, those who are bereft of opportunity, those who are weak, those who don't have resources. Mm. Say, with all of your gifts, don't forget your responsibility to help the least, the last, and the lost. And that really is the essence of the theme in Proverbs 30. I mean, that's really the essence of the theme in, uh, on Human Rights Day, which is always celebrated, incidentally, on December 10th. Right, that's great. And for those who are listening, you will be able to find resources for worship for Human Rights Day that are centered around both the theme and the Bible verse Pastor Daryl just spoke of from Proverbs 31, 8 through 9. So be on the lookout at www.bwanet.org for those worship resources. Daryl, I understand that our BWA Women's Department is also involved with CSW. It's great to see our Baptist sisters and brothers engaging across the globe for the purpose of being good news people in a world that needs to hear and experience the good news of our Lord. Tell us just a little bit about what you're looking forward to in these next in this next minute as our time is running out. <laughs> well, let me say quickly, 
I'm, I'm so um, happy that Maureen is going to be joining us um, in, in the work at uh, representing our Baptist Women's Auxiliary for BWA. And, and, and I, as such, um, we'll have a primary voice to what is one of these substantive committees, Committee on Substantive Committee for the Status of Women. And that is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, um, substantive committees at Congo and at the UN. So um, women's rights, women's issues, girl, how we treat our young ladies and girls around the world. We obviously believe that a lot of economic development happens when you empower girls and women who are often the backbone, social backbone, economic backbone of their household. So CSW has a major role in the work of the UN, and our Baptist Women's Auxiliary has played a role over the many years and with all of our seven, six different um, continental communions, we hope that they will continue to be actively engaged with the Committee on the Status of Women at the United Nations. That's wonderful. Daryl, it's been a joy and a delight to visit with you today. Thanks for your ministry and your willingness to serve our Baptist World Alliance family as the Chief Administrative Officer to the United Nations. Brothers and sisters around the globe, Please pray for our brother Daryl as he and our many representatives share the good news in this powerful ministry. Thank you, Tricia. God bless you. And God bless you. This has been a gift from Global Baptists. If you know someone whose ministry story is worth sharing, please email us at mej at bwanet.org. M- EJ at BWANet.org. Join us next time as we hear another story from around the world. This podcast was recorded at the Office of the Baptist World Alliance in Falls Church, Virginia, in the United States. Music and editing by Pete Cowett. Please visit us at www.bwanet.org.